welcome. This is the Ag Engineering Podcast, where we talk tools, tips, and techniques to improve the sustainability of your farm. I am your host, Andy Chamberlain from the University of Vermont Extension, and this podcast is supported by Northeast SARE, providing grants and education to advance innovation in sustainable agriculture. We're trying to improve the industry by chatting with farmers and getting their input on tools, tips, or techniques that have changed the way they farm for good. Many of these practices affect multiple areas of the farm. Whether it be environmentally, emotionally, physically, or financially, we share the knowledge to promote sustainable agriculture, lifestyle, and business. Thanks for having a listen. Now, let's get started. Today's episode comes to you from Barnet, Vermont, where we meet with Heidi Choate and Evan Perkins of Small Axe Farm. Together, they've got 20 years agricultural experience and 11 years in this business. They are growing on an acre of production, which includes about an eighth of an acre in both high tunnels and caterpillar tunnels. They sell primarily to a retail wholesale markets with 10% going to CSA or custom orders. Their sales this last year was about 115,000 gross and they utilize about two and a half FTEs. Heidi and Evan, welcome to the show. Thanks for, for having us on. Thanks. So I just set the stage of your farm a little bit, but if you could describe what you do in one sentence, what would you say? We have a one acre market garden um, focused mainly on mixed vegetables with a heavy emphasis on salad greens, um, and, on, and we farm in a no-till fashion. Now, today's topic, we wanted to talk about the Jang JP5 Seeder. You've got experience with this, and uh, I want to know a little bit, how does it work, and what makes it different from some of the other things out there? Um, So, could you just explain what the JP5 Seeder is? Well, I think many people will be familiar with the Jang Seeder, Um, and the JP5 is just a multi-row Jang Seeder. Um, The advantage of it is that it has narrow feet. And so that allows it to be able to plant in wet and dry conditions without building up soil between the between the feet. So is the single row jang probably more common? Yes, I think it's more common, yeah. But this one's basically five of the same units all ganged together. Yes, and what it will do is plant five rows, um, so basically one half of a 30-inch market garden bed in a pass. So each bed you can cover in two passes Nice for a total of 10 rows of salad greens, radishes, whatever you like. How did you find out about it? I think we found out about it through um, a YouTube video. It was, uh, it's sold by Paper Pot Co., uh, which is a company that I think Diego Fuder and Curtis Stone um, run where they sell Paper Pot equipment, but also this adapted jank cedar so i think i'd seen a video with it and they talked specifically about how they developed narrow feet for it um which was the reason i had never wanted to invest in a multi-row jank cedar before because i'd heard that soil built up in between and i would have the same problems i had with my other multi-row cedar but pay a lot more money for it so you just kind of ad- address the challenges of other multi-row cedars uh what was the, the pain point that made you decide to invest in this? Well, I've used a Johnny's six-row cedar for, for many years, and it's a great tool, and it's a really great cedar. Um, and I would still use it if I didn't have another option or if finances were such that, because I think it's at a really great price point, the six-row cedar, for what it does. 
Um, so I used that for many years and I was really happy with how it planted germination rate. Once you learn how to use the tool, it works really well. The main disadvantages were that, um, in a busy gardening season, um, if it rains for three days in a row, you really couldn't plant in wet soil with, with the six row cedar. Um, and so there were times I would even tarp soil if I knew rain was coming and I was going to have to plant. And that's a lot of work just to keep it dry so I could get a greens planting in. And likewise with really dry soil, I would have to water it first. Otherwise that dry soil would be start plowing in front of the cedar sometimes. Um, so that's one more step. Or, you know, and water, because we're an off-grid farm, watering is a little more complicated and labor-intensive. Um, it's not just turning on a spigot. And so that would cost me critical time. Um, so that was, those were my two major issues with the six-row cedar. Not its basic function, but at the extreme wet end of soil moisture or dry end, it was a challenge to seed with and get good germination. How long have you been using this cedar now? The six row cedar, um, I used for probably close to 10 years and the Jang cedar I've used, um, this would be, this was the first season using it. Yep. Have you made any modifications or custom customizations to the Jang? Nope. Um, I'm pretty much use it as, uh, as it was delivered and I'm even using the same settings and, and wheels, um, for seeding rates that they had recommended from Paper Pot Co. Is there any improvements that you think should be made or could be made that you, that's kind of maybe bothered you or something that you just kind of think, ah, oh, that's kind of weird, but you, you just use it anyways? Well, I think the one major improvement that could be made is um, being able to, right now it's five individual containers with seeds. And so it takes a long time to change seeds. And when I'm seeding on most days, I'm seeding four or five different varieties. So that means I'm, I'm changing five different cartridges five times for the five different varieties. So that's a lot of extra time. So one advantage with a six row seeder, it was really easy to put the seed in and then take the seed out of the seeder. So that would be a major improvement for me if there was just one set cartridge that could just clip in, you fill it with seed, and then you can clip it out and empty it. Is there any uh, seed loss during that changeover time, or is it just time? It's mostly time, yeah. I mean, there can be seed loss if you're not careful, but that's not an issue that I've found to be worrisome. How much time does it take to switch switch seeds? Um, It probably takes probably takes like maybe two minutes two or three minutes but then you multiply that by five and you know in the busy part of farming season like all of a sudden that that 10 or 15 minutes you know that that adds up you know because you never never have enough time in those days certainly uh what's the rough cost of this cedar I think the whole package that I bought from them, which was the cedar, and it in- included our three different sets of, of the, the wheels, the seating wheels, um, was around $1,800. So we had saved up for a few years um, to to buy the cedar or had like kind of put it on the list of things to buy, uh, the wish list. And so it had been there for a couple of years before we actually bought it. Do you think there's been significant savings now that you've invested in this tool? Yes, it's one of those tools that easily paid for itself the first season. 
more than paid for itself. Now, there's there's a lot of variables, so you can't really know for sure. But anecdotally, I would lose a couple, probably a couple plantings of greens, which would be 360 row feet of greens. And that's kind of a, a standard block size that I use. Probably a couple plantings a summer would not germinate well or would have you know, like uneven germination and therefore just really not produce well. I might get the quarter, a quarter of the amount of greens or maybe not much at all out of a, a row. Sometimes with those, I might just turn them in and replant them two weeks later if I decide, yeah, that's not going to work out well. Um, and this summer I had zero um, beds. And part of that and a big part of that was because of the Jang cedar because it plants as at an even depth and, um, and covers the seeds evenly. Um, and then I also was not, so th those were of the, of the beds I planted, none failed. And then the other additional benefit is there would have been times this summer where I just couldn't have fit in a planting that day. And then the next day may have been busy. And the next day after that may have been busy. So it could have been three or four days down the road because the soil was wet or it was too dry. And I didn't have time to pre-water it before I had to go do something else. So I probably, there was probably a couple additional plantings that I would have missed in a normal summer and they would have been planted too late, which would have meant that three weeks later I would have been harvesting salad greens a little bit too young just to meet our market demand and then get into this pattern where I'm, um, I'm harvesting them a little too small and not getting nearly the yield I would because I missed a planting. And so there's a lot of compounding things that good germination that's reliable will solve. And, and this cedar for us has been a key to that good germination or has greatly improved it. You uh, said it was on your wish list for a couple of years. Now that you've used it and it paid for itself within a year, if you could scrape up the money, would you have invested in this tool sooner? Yes, I think I, I just didn't really know for sure, you know, like it, like when the soil was really wet or really dry, how it would work. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think I would have, but I, I knew it was going to be better, but I didn't know it was going to be that much better. I didn't know that it would pay for itself in a year. I thought it was like a three-year kind of payoff tool. Um, but for us and the amount of greeds we're seeding, it paid off in one. One thing I want to say is like all the advantages that I get from it, um, can be utilized with just a single Jane cedar, which a lot of people use. It's just instead of going up and down a bed twice, I have to go up and down a bed 10 times or nine, nine rows is really what you can fit with a single row Jane cedar. So, um, a lot of my, since I hadn't used a single row for planting greens before, um, a lot of these benefits were kind of double compounded that I was using a Jang cedar, which is better, but, um, the multi-row also saved me time as well. Uh, a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two two passes to yeah. ten. I mean, that's significant. Yes, uh, that's a lot of time back in your day. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned you use it a lot for greens. Are you using it for other crops as well? Yes, I would probably use it for more crops than I do if it wasn't kind of a pain to switch. But I I generally will use it for greens. Um, which is you know arugula and baby lettuce. Um. Asian greens and then, um, radishes. I will use, I can use it for spinach, um, and carrots. Those are the crops I'm using it for. It could be used for a bunch of other crops, but we, we also use the paper pot transplanting system and we grow a lot of stuff in that, that we used to grow from seed. So, um, 
a lot of those kind of crops, salad turnips and things like that, that we grow in the paper pot now could, wouldn't be seeded well with it. Yeah. Are you the primary uh, user of this equipment or does the other members of your farm use it too? This was our first year with it. And so I was the primary user of it. Um, and my hope is for next year that we, that we are training our, our main full-time employee to use it too. And that was the plan for this summer, but it was kind of new and I was still working out the kinks. And so it just never happened. And if you don't train someone like within the first month to do something, it's just, it, it doesn't seem to happen. Yeah, it makes sense. You take some time to learn it yourself and really get a good feel for it. Um, is it a very hard tool to use or, and you're working on quite some slopes too. So, um, does that pose any challenges with it? Uh, no, I, I think it's actually because it's a it's a fairly heavy tool and um, it works well on not only do we work on a slope, but some of our bed tops are also slightly sloped or they have hard edges. Um, and I can really keep this cedar where I want it um, better than I could with the six row cedar. You're a pretty strong guy. Um, what if you were a little a little lady trying to use this? Is it easy for them too? Um, I would say the, the, any, I think anybody could use it, um, particularly on flat ground. I think the, the challenge with it, and it's not so much, I think anybody could carry it around, but it is heavy to carry around. It's made to roll around. So for most farms, which are flat, I, I think anybody could use it. Um, it, it's just, it is kind of heavy to carry around, but not impossible. I, I forget the exact weight of it, but it's probably... No, it's probably like 25 pounds or 30 pounds or something. Like you said, the weight's an advantage yes. to its its use. Um, can yeah. you push it around like a shopping cart? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, or a dolly, I guess, would be a better. Yeah, on a normal farm, you could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are my main questions. Is there anything else you'd like to add to the conversation about the Jang Cedar? Yeah, I think. You know, one thing to consider if you were interested in purchasing this cedar is, you know, how much variety you plant of greens. If you're doing just one mix of, of, of say, Asian greens and then you're mix, then mixed lettuce and you're not planting individual varieties, um, even a smaller scale farm than us would benefit from this planter. Um, but if you plant a lot of varieties and you're a pretty small farm or not planting that much per week, it's... Pr- not probably worth the purchase price because the time spent walking up and down the row with a single row planter or extra bed prep with a six row cedar, you know, it might even out. So we plant about 360 row feet, probably every five days in the height of the season, something like that. Um, And then there'll be odd carrot plantings and things like that in addition to that. So we're planting quite, you know, a, quite a lot of row feet per week of, of salad greens. So um, that makes, that made the payoff really quick. And, and also if I miss a planting um, because of weather and I, I don't have a cedar that can accommodate that weather, you know, that 360 row foot planting, you know, may be up to worth up to, you know, $1,800 or even $2,400, you know, if everything grows well and you get a good recut on it and stuff. So missing a planting that you're never going to get back, um, you know, really adds up quickly with the amount that we're planting. But maybe if I was only planting 50 row feet a week, it wouldn't, wouldn't really, missing a planting is not as big a deal. Sounds like it's a 
pretty crucial tool to your production. It is. It, it, it's because I would never want to do what we're doing without it, even though I've only used it for a year now, just, just because it's, a, a, I have to worry about the weather a lot less for planting greens. And since I have to worry about the weather and my wife does for everything else, it's nice to have one thing where the weather isn't um, controlling, you know, what we're doing. Uh, are you worried about anything breaking on it? Have you considered a spare or spare parts? I, after having used it, I'm really not worried about that. Um, it seems pretty robust. I'm sure what's going to happen is probably some crucial piece is going, some crucial screw is going to unscrew and be lost. And so um, I, and I don't have any spare parts for it right now. So that's, I, I'm, that was on my list for this winter to look over and kind of order some spare parts for it for that reason. But as far as breaking, it, it's very robust tool. I think another thing that I've heard from, you know, other kinds of multi-row cedars, some of them, not the six-row cedar, but there's some other brands out there that don't work super well for shorter people. And this, uh, this machine works great for shorter people. And that's something that's actually important because I, I know there are some multi-row cedars that people use that um, if you're not tall, it's very hard to have the tool sit right on the bed. Thanks for sharing your viewpoint and uh, experience with the Jang um, JP5 Cedar. If people want to reach out with questions uh, or follow along with what you're doing, how can they get a hold of you? Well, we have an Instagram page, um, Small Axe Farm. And we have a Facebook page and we have a website, which is just smallaxefarm.com. Sounds good. Well, thanks for being on the show and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you go ahead and subscribe, share this with a friend, or leave us a comment. And if you want more information, check out the show notes on our website at agengpodcast.com. That's A-G-E-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. The proceeding has been a production of University of Vermont Extension. For more information on Extension, log on to www.uvm.edu/extension.